Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Tomorrow is World Obesity Day. And according to the um, World Obesity Federation, more than half of us are on track to be overweight or obese by 2035. And the rates for children and young people are even expected actually to increase faster than that of adults. But we're asking what can or should be done or is there just too much emphasis on the likes of the BMI figures and the numbers that we see in the scales? I want to hear from you today about this. Maura is with us on the line. Maura, do you think we overstate weight? Um, where do you mean overstate weight in general? Well, is there too much emphasis on the likes of, you know, the, the BMI, um, the numbers that we see when we, we stand on the weighing scales? Is how, yeah. Do you think that there's too much emphasis on that? There, there is too much emphasis on weight. It should be more on health. How is the person dealing with their health? You know, how healthy are they? Can they move? Have they got mobility? You know, if I go into a surgery and I have something wrong with me, I don't really want the doctor to say, well, it's your weight. I would like to, for him, to have, him or her to have a look at what the problem is that I came in with. I suppose if, if, if they're linked or there's a connection between the two, is it? Connection between, well, BMI is a bit outdated, but it's, the, it's all they have at the moment. I mean, can you imagine the BMI of a rugby player? And yes, they're very healthy. So there is, you think, too much of a focus put on that? There is too much focus put I mean, with 60% of the adult population of Ireland now living with overweight or obesity, um, I think everybody's going to have to look at it differently. And we at ICPO, I'm Secretary of ICPO, which is the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity. Okay. Uh, we're here to provide or direct people to education, support and raise awareness for people living with overweight or obesity across Ireland. We work with researchers, we do media, we also speak at events and we're bringing obesity to the forefront. We're coming at it from all angles. So then with all of that in mind and yeah. with the figures that I, I just mentioned there from the World Obesity Federation, like, I mean, they're, they're fairly striking facts that more than half of us are on track to be obese by 2035. Is, it, is there not an, an onus or is it not important for doctors and medical experts then to maybe flag this with patients? Well, thankfully, there's a lot of doctors on board now. I mean, there's a huge awareness out there and we don't say obese people anymore. We say people living in obesity. If I had psoriasis, I'm not a psoriasis person. I'm a person living with the disease. And I mean, the problem with living with obesity is it's a very visible uh, condition. Everybody knows you have it. Nobody knows I've had two diabetes walking down the street, but every know, everybody knows I'm overweight. And this is where stigma comes in. And stigma is the one we're trying to get at first. You know, reduce stigma, make people aware that, listen, now you're talking about your neighbour or your friends or your cousins. Because with 60% of the population living with overweight, we're not talking, you know, anonymously mm. anymore. Dr. Michael Crotty is with us as well, Maura. Michael, would you agree with Maura on that? Yeah, I think certainly um, the ICPO are a fantastic organisation. They're raising awareness and I've, I've worked with them in the past and I've learned a huge amount from them as far as the education and the, the lived experience that people have. I think certainly I'm I'm a GP, um, and from the from to your point of you know is there too much focus on weight? Uh, I think you know as Maura says 
body mass index has its uses. It's useful in on a population basis to look at kind of trends in populations. Uh, it's useful in kind of larger groups of people, but on an individual basis, it doesn't tell us a huge amount about somebody's health and about their life. I think when when we're looking at if we if we talk about the chronic disease of obesity, we're not talking about you know a diagnosis based on size or BMI. We're talking about excess or atypical uh, weight that is affecting health. So it comes down to health. So. Uh, I would see patients who are living in a bigger body who don't have an impairment of their psychological, their their physical function or metabolic health. But if somebody is living with excess weight and it's having a negative impact on their health, then that person, we can we can talk about making a diagnosis of obesity. And I think we shouldn't talk about it as a, a negative issue. Um, you know, we know when we understand the science um, and the biology and the physiology of weight, we know it is not caused by a lack of willpower. It is not caused by a lack of motivation. This is a very complicated medical issue. We know there are genetic contributions. We know the, the regulation of hormones controlling appetite in the subconscious parts of our brain are dysregulated. We know there's a change in the reward activation in the brain from food. Uh, and we know the environment we live in, you know, mm. sleep and stress and mental health and medications and whether we were breastfed and you know if we how much screen time we get and 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 the foods that are around us you know these our biology and our genetics haven't changed in hundreds of thousands of years but more and more people are struggling with weight and it's because we we as humans evolved to survive in a time when food was scarce uh, that's what we're supposed to live in in the environment we live in now food is not scarce we have lots of ultra processed calorie dense foods that are marketed to children uh, we you know you can't turn around you know without um, you know being uh, seeing cues and triggers in our environment um, and you know the convenience factor of some of these foods the processing of some of these foods so so really to me this is this is complicated it's genetic predisposition mm -hmm. it's uh, our hormones and our biology defending a higher weight uh, because it is it is not uh, intended that any healthy animal would lose weight. So our bodies actually defend our higher weight. And then the world we live in. So this is not due to lack of willpower or personal responsibility. It's complicated. But if somebody is living with excess weight and it's having a negative impact on their health, then we should bring up these conversations. But I think to Maura's point of it is vitally important how we do it. It's not always appropriate. It's not always the right time to bring up these conversations. You know, if somebody comes into me as a GP, you know, uh, too much uh, or, or too often do doctors and healthcare practitioners blame every ailment and symptom on weight. Or if you just lose weight, that will get better. Weight is not the cause of nor solution to all the world's problems, but it is related to health. We can't get away from the fact that, that weight and health are linked. Uh, they're not the same thing. So you can be a okay, bigger person. So they're, they're, they're linked. But so, so does that mean mm. you, so it's not necessarily that um, you would be healthier if you weren't living with obesity, that's not the case then. So I think if somebody is living with obesity, by definition, their weight is having a negative impact on their health. Somebody can be a bigger person and not have obesity. Uh, so I think, you know, that that's the nuance of this is that, you know, if somebody, you know, has a concern about their weight or if their doctor feels that their weight may be contributing to some medical issues, once we've explored all other kind of causes of, of the symptoms and issues they present with, then we can explore weight. Okay. But how we do it is vitally important. I want you both, if you don't mind, Maura and, and Michael, to take a listen um, to doctor and, and uh, weight loss specialist, Dr. Ava Orsmond. She was speaking on, on News Talk earlier this morning and she said that doctors are sometimes scared to address obesity with patients due to the modern uh, body positivity trend? We are not really talking about this 
you know, we are not addressing people anymore, especially now, um, especially healthcare professionals, who I think should be the first line to talk to people about the impact of excess weight on their health. I think they are very scared to address this issue, especially now in the view of this new trend of body positivity. Um, we are basically worried to, we are saying that we are worried to make mental health issues for people if we are not accepting their their size. And this is really, I think, with this new new trend, I think it's very worrying because we are we are missing the message of health here. Do you disagree with that, Michael Grady? Uh I think in all of the studies looking at why weight is not brought up in practice, the number one thing that comes out is doctors concerned about causing offence. And that's one of the reasons why they don't bring it up. But actually, major international studies have recently shown that when weight is brought up in the right way at the right time, in a person-centred, non-judgmental way, that only 3% of patients said that they would be offended. But it's exactly that way of how to bring it up. So I can't assume that somebody wants to talk about weight. We should be asking people's permission. Do you mind if I ask you about your weight? You know, do you mind if I ask, you know, is your weight of concern to you? And that really puts the person at the centre. So then they can say, yes, I'd like to discuss my weight, or no, I wouldn't. But that's the definition of person-centred care. Uh, we can't be making assumptions. We need to introduce it in, in the right way. Do we do that with now, other, I- other, other elements, though, of our health? Absolutely. Yeah. So if, if I'm bringing up somebody's, let's say, any, any medical condition that has been associated with stigma, with blame and shame and with negative experiences in the past, um, we, we do that. So if I'm bringing up somebody's mood, I'll ask somebody, you know, is it OK if I ask about your mood? Is it OK if I ask about your mental health? Because I think many people who are living with overweight or obesity, their experience has been in the past with medical practitioners that they've been blamed and shamed and derided okay. Okay, and yeah. ridiculed. So, so that's why we need to ask them, is it okay? Uh, and, and put them at the centre. Do, do, do you think, Maura, that that would help to reduce some of the stigma then? Uh, I kind of agree and disagree with Dr. Ava. Maybe there are some doctors afraid to ask people about their weight, but I find recently I have moved to a different area down here in Mayo and the doctor had no problem saying to me, would you like to talk about your weight? I think there's a lot of newness there that doctors are engaging with. And I don't think they're exactly scared to ask you about your weight. I think if they take your blood pressure and they find it high, they say they will say something to you, but they ask you. They don't attack you with it. The, the stigma, I suppose, is, is one of the the points that's been made um, by people getting in touch here, Maura, today, you know, through through texts. And like, for instance, this listener just says, I, I'm nearly deterred from going to the doctor. Oh, OK. Well, if you are deterred, what doctor is the person going to? You know, if your doctor is not engaging with you or doesn't agree that obesity is a chronic disease, then maybe you need to change doctor, you know, because there's a lot of doctors are on board. Now, the science is there. I mean, any doctor that ignores the science, I don't know how they can do that. Can I put this text, um, Michael, to you? It's, It's from Paul. And Paul has got in touch and he says, I'm sorry, but weight is super important. The fact that 60% of people are overweight or obese is madness. Doctors on board with what? Excusing obesity and and overweight. I think it's mad. When I was in school, a handful of children um, were overweight and now it's it seems to be just the norm. Hmm. 
So, so as far as Paul, I, I don't know was Paul listening to me, but essentially I'm not saying that weight is not important. I'm saying that it is very much linked with our health. And for many people, it can have a negative impact on their health. I think it's how we bring it up and how we talk about it. I think, you know, if we bring it up and say this is a lifestyle issue, this is because somebody doesn't have motivation or willpower, that's incorrect. That's not based on the science and the evidence. If we bring this up and kind of, you know, talk to somebody about the complex reasons why they may have an issue with weight, the complex uh, genetics, the biology. If we talk to somebody about, uh, you know, assessing them for, for potential underlying reasons why they might struggle with their weight, you know, assessing the medications that they're on, looking at the factors over the course of their life that have contributed to weight, listening to their story, listening to their experience and using that then to kind of help support them. Uh, you know, to to treat this medical issue. So I'm I'm absolutely not saying we shouldn't be bringing up the conversation. This is something mm. I do every single day. What I'm saying is we need to do it it's in a non-judgmental, yeah. uh, safe way for okay. people uh, that is acceptable. Tom is on the line as well. Stay with us, Michael and Maura. Um, Tom, why did you get in touch with this? Uh, well, it's just uh, um, I see in different industries and uh, if you look at people that aren't allowed to carry excess weight in their job, they don't carry excess weight because their lifestyle has to uh, be managed to suit their job. If you take people in the army, they don't generally are not obese. But you can see other industries where people are obese. And even look at some Gardaí who are obese. Um, So I think there's a lack of education uh, given to people that are in a management position, how to manage people in their uh, business who are overweight. Nobody uh, tells anyone, how do I address this issue? And it's a very, very delicate issue to address. But is it the role of somebody in a management position in any job to to even need to address it with somebody? Well, I think it's everybody, like it's a very serious issue now, obesity. And, um, you know, if we're all afraid to address it and talk about it, it's not going to get us anywhere. Um, but obviously, like if you're in the army, how come it's, it's not an issue there? Or in, in any of that type of industry where people have to um, conform to a certain lifestyle and to make sure that they manage their weight. Michael, are you, you, you there? Do you want to, to, to respond? Yeah, I, I think to, to Paul's point, I think it's, uh, it's quite an oversimplistic view he's taking there and actually quite a stigmatising view. Uh, it's, it's basically saying that this is personal responsibility. If you look at, let's say, the army or a particular job, why somebody might not have an issue uh, uh, with their weight, you know, that, that's quite complicated. You know, perhaps the person who's going into that industry uh, may not have a genetic predisposition. They may not have an issue with their weight. That person at that time in their life may not have an issue. They may develop an issue later on in life. When I'm seeing people every day, most people that I meet, um, you know, have lost weight and have been trying to manage their weight. It is a constantly uh, thing that's been constantly on their mind for, for many years. And they have done many things, both healthy and unhealthy, to manage their weight in the, in the past. Uh, so, again, this, this is not just because of our job. This is uh, certainly influenced by our environment and lots of other factors. But, but it, it isn't uh, that people are not eat, eating healthy. It's not that people are sitting on their bum all day long. It's more complicated than that. And I think the, the frustration I see in people is many people that I meet 
are very successful people. They've done well academically, they've done well in sports, they've done well in their jobs. Uh, and weight is one area of their life they feel they can't control uh, because they're using intelligence, they're using dedication, hard work and diligence. And it's not working. And it's not working because this is a biological issue. Telling somebody who's got an issue with the weight to eat less and move more is similar to telling somebody with depression to it's like telling someone with depression to cheer up like it's a lovely idea but it doesn't work in studies 80 percent of people uh, who are are 80 percent of people who lose a significant amount of weight with diet and exercise will regain that weight over time because of how our body's physiology Mm. has evolved to defend our weight okay so so and, and also i think prevention and treatment are different absolutely healthy eating physical activity our food environment education nutritional literacy policy they are vitally important for for preventing issues in society they are not a treatment for the chronic disease of obesity so i think you know bringing up these conversations and and i would say it is a sensitive issue but the more i talk to people and we talk to people about the Mm. evidence the science the biology why this is not somebody's fault and what we can do to treat it that there are safe effective treatments available I think is is vastly important. So it's it's about more. I suppose it's it's the manner and the way in which the conversation is often started with people. Is more there? Uh, not, yeah, there are know. people in uh, high power jobs, such as the army, the fire brigade, or the guardy, who will put on weight, but they have to, you know, they have to diet constantly. They're on the same a yo-yo system that I was on for years, you know, diet, gain, diet, gain, diet, gain. And it's it's a horrible place to be. But obviously they would have to do it for their job. Mm. I mean, they can't put up the weight, they can't do the job if they have the weight, but they still live with obesity. It's, it's, but like that now, there are new medicines, thankfully, coming down the line to help, like, to, they're like inhibitors for obesity, which is terrific for people living with the disease to know that those medicines are there and available. Well, hopefully they will be available. It's, it's a really interesting conversation. There's plenty more people getting in, in touch with us here on uh, 53106. We are just going to take a short break. We will come back to this. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.